Professor Flimflam. She's Wonko. She's making silly faces at me on Zoom. And this is episode 18 of Bart's Eye View. Uh, we're going to be talking about The Prodigal. So we're coming towards the end of the first season of Xena Warrior Princess. Um, and we have another, I think, quite a good guest star this week. Yeah. Um, and what we have this week is uh, a Lucy Light episode, isn't it? It's a Xena Light episode. Yep, the second Xena Light episode of the of the series yeah. so far. Yeah. So Gab's Gab's turn to shine. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a nice Gabrielle episode. It's better than the last Xena Light episode, which was uh, another Gabrielle focus episode, which was shit. The the Athens City Academy of the Performing Bards. Oh, that's right. The the clip show. The clip yeah. show. But th- this is this is an episode that sees um some character development for for Gabrielle and yeah. some 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 depth to the story as well. I th- I think this is quite a nice episode. Yeah, I have um, fond memories of it. I'm just going to warn I'm going to warn the listener at this point that my next door neighbors are having a new kitchen fitted. Um there's intermittent heavy drilling going on. Yep. So we'll we'll clean up we'll clean up the tape as much as we can. But if, if the tape, uh, if oh my you, god, what the decade tape, are you in? The real to real. We'll try tape, and clean the up track. the tape. Yeah, the editing process uh, involves me getting a tape out and cutting. Yeah, little Wonka tiny be, moments um, out and sellotaping it back together. Polishing the wax cylinder to remove <laughs> extraneous <laughs> noise. Yes, I will make an attempt. Will be made to an attempt will be made to remove the the drilling sounds in post but um cool but what what you might notice is that occasionally we get a little bit distracted and, yeah. and that, that might be i mean what you might notice will be the drilling noises because it might be not possible to remove them but <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway we press on yeah we press on so um we start with uh, a little a little setup scene <laughs> We start with one of those cable adverts for panpipe compilations. Oh, isn't it awful? <laughs> awful. Really, so we have it's quite bad. The, some of the worst mime work we are ever going to see <laughs> on this show, which is Gabrielle playing the panpipes very, very unconvincingly. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, I'm not convinced by it yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> unconvincingly but very jauntily she's kind of dancing so along to her own jolly jaunty little little tune it's her new hobby um, we never see her do this ever again <laughs> well Maybe she's learned from you pick up a hobby I never know. do it again <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about pushes aside lino cut tools crochet hooks <laughs> uh, what's this oh a palette knife for some acrylic painting i still haven't done <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of things. Yeah, so um, Gabrielle's <laughs> hobby of the week is playing the panpipes badly. Yeah, but I mean, it is, we do get some nice physical humour and nice bit of joining up, like a nice bit of editing with the music um, when the, she she plays a particularly objectionable note and the horse goes... <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Everyone's a critic. <laughs> Every, everyone is a Everyone's critic. Everyone's a critic. <laughs> and then they come across um, uh, an obvious trap an obvious yes. oh, ambush look. point. <laughs> oh look, we're we're walking through this little canyon. There's a rockfall waiting to happen. Let, yeah. Let's point it out and say, I wonder if I played my panpipes, I could get it to fall like uh, Orpheus did. Um, Xena is against this experiment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think she's right to be. And then we I get some same. random thugs arrived. You know, the random thugs of the week. We should have a t- we random have a- thugs. Thugs of the week with a really unnecessarily complicated means of attack. Yes. 
they do have this a is... very complicated thing happening here. They've got a wee, a ba- we've got a cart with some logs on it with sharpened edges. Yeah. Sharpened edge logs. Then. So they're like enormous pencils. Yeah, big fuck off t- pencils like a titan would use. Um, yeah, or or the novelty <laughs> kind you get from the seaside. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. And their plan is they like they're gonna threaten to roll this down onto them because they've um, got them trapped against this rock. Yeah, or they have to give them everything, and they do mean everything. Now, this obviously flew over my head the first time I watched this episode. Clearly, I was very innocent. Yeah, but I don't this is an explicit that, a... threat of sexual assault, isn't it? It's very unsavory. Yeah. And in fact, th- this episode does that again. Mm, Later. It does. It does. Um, it's horrible. <laughs> this clearly did not... This this um, this sailed over my head when I was when I watched it as a teenager. Um, so, yeah, that was... I was like, whoa, whoa, that's not aged well. So... <laughs> no, <laughs> there are quite a few things in this that don't age particularly well. <laughs> but, um, so that, so there's, there's the threat is... Give us everything you've got. And yes, and I do mean that. Yeah. Um, or we'll basically use this Horrible. enormous meat tenderizer we've yeah. got. Yeah. No, it seems um, to me that it's not that hard to get out of the way of it. No, me neither. Yeah. Just fucking the, move. I, mean, I think that yeah, that there's an issue here in that the set that they've got, the place that they've got set up to do this, mm. really needed to be a bit narrower. Um. Yeah. Or something. You know, like the episode where she ne- she nearly got married off to Morpheus. Yeah. Um, that that you know she was in an arrow thing, like so there was yeah no... there really obviously was no escape from yeah, that. But no but escape. Here, but you could obviously... literally take a take a step to the left or the you right know, and be out of the line. Of take a jump everything. to the left and then a step to the right. Uh, 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 there's yeah, a that. there's something you you do get, but you're not amused by because you never liked Rocky Horror. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> the thought crime. I know. <laughs> yeah, you You're watched it too late. Me. You watched it too late. You need to watch it when you're young. Uh, because once yeah. you watch it... Miss, my, miss the window. You, you watch it when you're old and it, it's not aged well and you're like, oh, is this what people liked? But you miss the context of the original time. So. Also, when I did finally see it, which was only a, a year or so ago, it was in the company of um, someone who was very drunk and very into the show. So oh, they were like they were really doing... over enjoying it, and I was like, ah. And were they shouting out, shouting out the yeah, come on, get up, do the dance, participation stuff? Yeah, there are some who say life is an illusion. Life is an illusion. Stop it. Yeah, not going to get to me. In, not going to get me to enjoy it that way. <laughs> anyway, back to the unconvincing ambush. So Zena sends Argo running, get the horse out of the way, and then we have fight, fight, fight. So Zena somehow has two swords. She grabs um, one so of someone of... else. It's the f- uh, first thing that happens is that she disarms this fucking knobhead. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so we get some nice double double handed sword action. Um, so she's holding most of them off. Gabrielle takes out one guy with a, a well well aimed below the groin blow from her staff. Um, and then she lobs a she lobs a rock at the guy who's trying to release the brake on the hand. Well, this bit's dumb as fuck to be honest, right? Because yes. she's standing there watching him struggling to release the thing, and she's shouting, "Zena, Zena!" Um, as and like oh, the oh. only reason why this would make any sense is if she thought it was going to roll into Zena, but it clearly wasn't because she's beyond it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so instead, so once she realizes Zena's not going to save her, she tries to save herself by chucking a rock at him, and then obviously he releases the 
he releases the handbrake as he falls over unconscious. It reminded me of um the bit in uh, the bit in um Who Framed Roger Rabbit where the weasel dies and then his ghost as he he dies laughing and then his ghost as he starts floating up in the air um, <laughs> sneakily moves the the spray of dip back towards our protagonists. Um, <laughs> And then she's yeah. like, ah, no! She goes to run, falls over, or throws herself over. It's about... She, I mean, it would get you a yellow card, this dive. Um, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And then Xena realises that Gabrielle's in danger, runs over, picks Gabrielle up off the ground, and then immediately was like... And then Lie immediately down. wants her to jump to the ground again, because this is what they're going to do. They're going to let this, the cart this, roll over them. This whole scene is <laughs> is quite badly handled, I think. It's a bit, but, yeah. But the point of the whole scene is to show that Gabrielle at this point is a bit ineffective and indecisive and she's having a moment. She doesn't know what to do. Um, she's got plenty of time to, to move out of the way of the cart, but she doesn't. Um, yeah, Gabrielle cannot be left alone to her devices, indecisive yeah. from crisis to crisis. So, well, she, she's, having <laughs> crisis of, she's having a... <laughs> again. <laughs> Gabrielle and I... <laughs> Well, I thought since we had a Hamilton line last week that we would have one this week too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's our new thing. Yeah. We'll it might plagi- it might be fairly short lived. We'll plagiarise Lynn Manuel Miranda every week. Um Yeah, and then we'll move on to Wicked. <laughs> yeah. Good news. Uh, okay, <laughs> So all of this, the, yeah, whole point, just... the whole point of this scene is Gabrielle's having a crisis of confidence. She thinks she's a liability to Zena, which frankly she has been. Yeah, I mean, um, like, why, why now, Gabrielle? Why not six months ago? Like, you've been a liability since day one. You're much less of a liability than you used to be. Oh, I tell you what, we've missed. We've, we've missed the rhubarb of the week. Oh, um, yeah. So Zena sees off the thugs. They they run away and they rhubarb about. Oh, we're gonna need a bigger cart. Jaws <laughs> 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 reference. We're gonna need a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so G- Gabrielle gets very mopey and says, "Look, I'm a danger to myself. I'm put you in danger. Um, I I froze and I'm you know, I'm, she she basically she's burnt out and um, mood girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, and we are we are all in stages of that at the moment. Yeah, Zena realizes that she can't help. This is Gabrielle's problem that that she needs to solve. Um. So Gabrielle says, "Well, I'm I'm going to go home talk to my sister because sometimes you just need family," which I think is quite rude to say it's to a, Zena. It is a bit. It is yeah. a little bit insensitive. Yeah. I mean, haven't hasn't Gab, hasn't Zena said to Gabrielle recently that you're like a sister to me? Yes. So in other words, yes. Gabrielle, you're saying yes. Oh yeah, I'm like a sister to you. I'm like, well, the feelings are not mutual actually. Yeah, I'm gonna go and talk to my actual sister. I'm gonna talk to my actual sister now. You know. Yeah. Mm. And, and very touchingly, Zena says, "You're you're coming back, right?" <sighs> Zena's like Maybe. so sad in all of this. It's I know. Like, so, my abiding Zena memory is... of this is that sad little face and the sad little wave that she makes. Yeah. Um, that's the main thing I remembered before I watched this episode again. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. this this brings this brings us up to the opening. So the 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 whole of the, the whole of the teaser is Gabrielle freezes, 
she's going to quit the gig. She's going back to Potadia to talk to her sister, and mm-hmm. we don't know if she's going to come back. Yeah, that, that's it, that's our setup. If there is a panacea, surely it's in Potadia. Um. <laughs> Were you go? Are you going? Oh, because you think I made that rhyme up, or oh, well, because I'm, you realise that I'm certain. You, I'm almost certain you didn't. I imagine it's from a. Is it? Is is there a Xena musical? Yes, a, it's from. Yeah, yeah, you know there is. It's oh, from the, yes, it's from the Xena from. musical episode. <laughs> yes, of course it is. <laughs> One of these days I'll tell you about the time I saw Bad Girls, the musical. But this oh, is not yeah. that day. But this is not <laughs> that day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, so after the opening, um, Gabrielle's on the road back to Potadia and she comes to a symbolic fork in the oh, road. Oh, yes. It's says, so oh, this, subtle, this, isn't it? This must be a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most subtle thing I've ever seen in my life. It's as subtle as a subtle thing that's just that's just graduated from subtlety university. <laughs> <laughs> with a master's degree in subtlety <laughs> um, she consults her map discovers she's still got 22 leagues to go and is a bit bit um, downcast at this how far uh, is a league man I don't know I was going to say 6 feet but that's a furlong is it a <laughs> is it? or something is it? I don't... is it I don't know I don't know I don't know distances but or it, enough enough to make her enough to make her prospect of it enough to make her want to hitchhike, which, as we know, is dangerous. She's... Well, she tries hitchhiking with with limited success, but some good comedy moments. Oh yeah, she's such a good she's such a good comic, physically comic actor, Renee O'Connor. All the she things is, she does I, to get. I know we, we say this quite often. I really didn't yeah. appreciate that the first time I watched it, but yeah. her performances are just they're pitch perfect, aren't they? Yeah, she really commits, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so we have her hitchhiking, and a, a cart rolls by, and then she gets progressively, um, progressively more slutty, more, and more seductive, <laughs> to, to the point where she's practically stripping. Yeah, and eventually, someone stops. Um, and what do you know? It's the guy who picked her up before when she was yeah. on the on the way to um, the whole Sisyphus Sisyphus adventure. No, no, no it's the... it's it's when, the guy who picked her up when she was following Xena to Amphipolis in the very first episode. You think it's the Sisyphus thing because ah, she starts okay, telling yeah, him yeah, you're about right, Sisyphus because right. she plays the same pulls the same card. She gets she him to, to talk about yeah yeah about uh, Sisyphus yeah she tries. But to But this tell time she Sisyphus puts story. him right about the facts. Yes, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how we know that this is a full circle story that we're having yes here. you're right i'd miss that i'd misremember that detail yeah there you go i'm, I'm usually nice. right this is something you've learned about me surely in the four years yeah. that you've known me <laughs> well if, if i'm ever you're, wrong i'm never unsure about it let's i was it gonna way. say you're certainly always very confident <laughs> very confident always confidently wrong that's me yeah um <laughs> commit yeah <laughs> If you're going to have so, delusions, they might as well be good ones, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he drops her off just, just short of Potadia, so they're, they're still a, a league away or a mile away or something. A day's and walk, he says, but she's going to do a... a day's uh, walk. She's going to do a, a, a shortcut through the one of the interminable forests of ancient New Greaseland. Yes, yeah, she says, I know a shortcut through the woods. And he says, through the woods, in, in the shape you're in, or in your and, condition. And this is when we pan down and realise how she got on the... <laughs> How she got on the truck was by making a hilarious comedy 
pregnancy belly out of some yeah, blankets. Beach ball, beach ball pregnancy. <laughs> it's lying. It, like the baby's lying funny. Let me say. Let me just say that. You know. Um, <laughs> Very <yeah>. high. <laughs> that makes it a boy, right? Or no, if I if it, when it lies low, it's a boy. Old wives' tales. I don't know. I've never been pregnant. I'm never going to be. So. Same. Yeah. Same. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so she she gives birth to her blanket and uh, re- reassembles her her yeah. walking outfit. Yeah. Um, gives birth to the blanket ta- and fucks off through the woods. Yeah. And as she's taking the shortcut, um, oh no, there's a there's a farm on fire. Yeah. Um, Why have we got a farm this... in the middle of a forest? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Um, maybe it's a like a pig farm. Maybe they're farming pigs root wood. around for acorns and stuff. Truffles truffles yeah but they've got there's this guy who is for some reason so like immersed in burying his family that he can't even respond to her friendly overtures rude well at least put, you, put your shovel down burying his wife and child put your shovel down well we don't know the child part yet this is i mean this is unintentionally funny uh, at least it's to me it's funny uh but i'm a bad person as you know um that's Coming through loud and clear. <laughs> it's just... The hilarious death of a child. No, no, no. The death of the child is not funny, okay? Jesus Christ. Oh, good. Um, what's what's funny to me is the... um, He's like, we tried to keep some food back from the tribute, you know, for our son. And then the pan to the smaller gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do him any good now, is it? <laughs> no, not now. Not now. Anyway, so some bad men have been through this yep. farm. Burnt Damon. The farm, killed, Damon. That's a, it's a yeah. very bad name, Damon. It is. Yep. I'm sure that's that's why it was why it was picked. Yep. Um. So Gabrielle expresses sympathy, and he says, "Ah, no, we're well out of it, mate." So he's, he's what is he? He's, he's not that bothered. He's not that arsed <laughs> that his wife and child are clearly dead, and he's burying them. He's like, well. Don't to be honest, I was for looking us. for an out anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no. The, no. Poor random uh, man in the woods. Don't feel sorry for us. Feel sorry for the people of Potadir. <gasps> oh, gas, on, that's did you say? Because that's where his next strike is going to be. Damon's on his way to Potadir. Um, yeah. So Gabrielle runs the rest of the way of this run, day's run. walk. Yep. Um, that she sees Potadir over the brow of a hill, and it's a lot bigger than we were ever led to believe. Yeah, it's, it's the the long view of Potadir. It's, it's, it's one of those stock, stock village stroke castle stroke town yeah. images. Um, I mean, they do make a decent job of making the set look a bit like it could be what we saw from a distance when we get there. They do. They got this. They they've do. got a sort of turret thing, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it seems to be a bigger place with like more defensible because a lot of the villages we see they just sort of become a village as you walk into them. Yeah. Whereas this is a proper town with with town walls and battlements and everything, lookout posts and all that. I mean, I think Portadia historically was quite an was a real was it? I mean, it was impo- uh, a bigish place. Okay. Um, I I guess it must have been for us to have heard for of us it. to still know where it was. Yeah. Same with Amphipolis. They're both places that yeah. both places yeah. that have been that their names have been remembered from antiquity, so therefore they were clearly places. Truly in another real places, time. You know? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I have visited them, obviously, in the guise of um, Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I was oh, dressed, yeah, as, dressed as Xena at the time. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that game so is so we, good. We get... <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> we were talking about a Xena PlayStation game. If you want to play a game that is basically Xena, play Assassin's Creed Odyssey as the female character, and that it's as close as you're going to get to a Xena video game. But you don't get Gabrielle. No, but you do get to shag as many women as you can find that will have you. <laughs> Importantly, that will have you, because consent is important even in video games. Yeah, but uh, it's one of those games where every potential love interest is bisexual, so you can just fuck anyone you want. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's awesome. <clears throat> so, Gabrielle finds her way back to, runs back to Potadir, and it's, things kind of look okay, but it's quite... You know, there's no, but there's, there's literal no tumbleweeds coming across the Yeah, it's set. it's quiet. <laughs> it's too quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so she she gingerly pushes open a door and lol, it's a surprise party. Yay! So but they're like, the oh no, the it's the wrong guy. There going, hooray, hooray. Oh, it's Gabrielle. Oh, it's her. Ugh. Yeah. And her sister's so not that arse to see it either. No, Lilla's She's moody as she's had anything a, in this. She's had a bit of a heel turn since we last saw her saying, go and chase your dreams, Gabrielle. Yeah, she says, uh, oh, have you brought Xena with you? Um, what a jealousy here. A lot of jealousy. And that, so this is sort of one of the, the the sub... This is one of the strands of the, the story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is the, the, the relationship between the two sisters. Yeah. Um. So Lilla said, oh, did, did you bring Xena with you? And and village elder in, uh, obligatory village elder in obligatory stupid hat. Yes. Says, we don't need, we don't need Xena. We've hired our own champion. We've got Meliga the Mighty. Yeah. And this is a good bit, actually. This is the beginning of this. I heard he killed X number of people at the battle of wherever it was. And every time you hear I, this, I heard it goes he killed X plus 100 yeah, it was like, I already called 100, I heard it was 200, and then Maligar appears and said, actually it was 317, but who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> so he makes a good entrance, but then he spoils it immediately by, by just falling flat on his face. Cause then he's he goes clearly... and spoils it all by saying something stupid like, I'm so drunk. He is so drunk. Yeah, he's pissed all he the time. So the guy's drunk. an alkyl. So we've got, we've got a clapped proper Glasgow alkyl sit by you on the bus, sit next to you on the next <laughs> bus and talk to you about the government. <laughs> bottle of Bucky in a paper bag. The bottle of Bucky in a paper bag, yeah. It has to be in a paper bag because it is technically illegal to drink alcohol um, on the street in Glasgow. Not that it stops them. <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's my observation. I, 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 <laughs> When was I, the last really, time you were in Glasgow? I love Glasgow, but I, yeah, that's certainly my observation. <laughs> when was the last time you were ever in Glasgow? Um, probably about three years ago. What? You've been in Glasgow since we've met? I don't remember you ever going. Oh, no, probably not, actually. No, you you don't remember. You would have known. I would have known. You would have said something. Is that is that because you've set uh, invisible wires made from spider, spider silk and human hair yes. around the city of Glasgow? Yes, so I would have known if you'd entered. <laughs> you'd have known. Um, well, I, I mean, no, well, realistically, I think that you probably would have mentioned it. <laughs> I'd, I'd have mentioned it and I'd have I'd have said, if you want to meet me there, and you'd have said, no, nah, I'm not leaving. And I would have said, that's like 200 miles away, that's a bit of effort. Yeah, yeah. you're right, you I would have, have I, I would have gone down to meet you in Glasgow. Okay. Show you the sights, take you to the 
take you to the transport museum and see that bit <laughs> on the old fashioned street where there's a, a a a penny glued to the ground and let you try and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a hallmark that's of a Glasgow out. childhood. That. That's, uh, brilliant. that's what we because museums were free so I used to have to go to a lot of fucking museums as a kid because it was a, a cheap day out cheap um, and educational yeah yeah so the transport <laughs> museum was a big one because we, we could cycle there along the canal um, so it was well, very good, cheap so you get to use combine two means of transport to get to the transport museum yeah it was very <laughs> it was ve- a very fucking cheap day out because we would cycle from because it, where it used to be it used to be in Partick it's now not this yeah. is fascinating, isn't it? Though, so we could cycle there, get in for free, uh, have a great time running around the old-fashioned street and jumping onto the old trams, and then cycle home again. And that was the kids entertained for a full day, for nothing. See, you don't, you don't get this content with other Xena podcasts. <laughs> no, other Xena podcasts talk about the show or like the cinematography. Should, should or... we do that? Should we? <laughs> should we talk about the show again now? I think that people want to hear about my childhood more. To be honest. <laughs> No, okay, let's talk about the show thing. Um, okay. So, so yeah, Maligar's there. The next Maligar's shot is there. them trying he... to take his boots off, I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Gabrielle and, and Lilla take one boot each and try and take his boots off and hilariously fall down some stairs. Yes. I don't know what that's all about. Because boots are so hard to get off. Well, I know. I don't, I don't see the point of that scene. Well, um, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I thought the point was going to be that they were like, oh, his feet stink, but they don't even make that joke. No. So, no. I don't know why I had to have his boots off in the first place. Well, I mean, it's just to show how drunk he is, I guess. It's to show he's, he's so really drunk he not can't take be, his own boots really off. not going to be any use. Um, I guess. Now, before he, before he completely passed out, Maliga um, told the villagers to go and get everything that could be used as a weapon. He said, go and get your spears and your javelins, which clearly they don't have because they're, you know, country folk. Um, So anything that could be used as a weapon. Um, Lilla says, it has this little spat with Gabrielle about, you you know, you're my sister and you you up and left me and and I'm pissed off and jealous, basically. Does that happen Um, now or does that happen after they get him introduced to the village? Well, I can't remember, but the, the, it's obviously building up. So there's this thread the, of the bit, sibling jealousy going towards The bit when he gets introduced to the village is good, right? Because if, it's very amusing to me. The guy, the head man of the village is up on the stage going, and now we have Maligar the Mighty, and there's a bit of fanfare <laughs> music and nothing happens. And then again, Maligar the Mighty, fanfare music, nothing happens. And you know what it is? It's the family Von Trapp. Do, 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 oh, you're, do, right. Do, do. you're right. And then they don't appear. They're gone. <laughs> you know? Except he's not Except gone. He's, not he's gone. at the bar. He's propping belching. up the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, so this is our our second yeah. our second um, entrance of Maliga the Mighty. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he does manage to give a little bit of a a, a pep talk. So he says, "Bring bring all your weapons." Um, Gabrielle yeah. and, and Lilla have a, another little spat and, and then Lilla says, I'm going to go and get our meat skewer. It's not much of a weapon, but at least I can rely on it. Handbags of Dawn. Handbags of Dawn, Lilla. Do you think yeah. they called this character Lilla because the actress couldn't be relied upon to remember something that didn't rhyme with her own name? 
Oh, now I meant to, I meant to do a, a new jingle for this as well. For oh. uh, when Flam lived in New Zealand, <laughs> <laughs> I lived next door but one to Lilla. Did you? Yeah. Oh my god! Did you get her autograph? No, never actually saw her. But I, 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 that's where she lived. Oh, was there, there you go. Was there for six six months and never saw her. But you next lived door next door but one to someone who had touched Renny O'Connor. Yep. That's your claim to fame. Not bad, is it? Yeah. Not bad. That's not too bad. I mean, I went to school I saw, with James um, McAvoy. I saw Jocks on a ferry. <laughs> saw Jocks on a ferry once. You saw Jocks on a ferry. Did you get his autograph? No. Played it cool. Jocks are less in, to be honest. Jocks are yeah. less of a draw. What, what was your claim to fame? I went to school with James McAvoy. Oh yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. And I had a crush on his that, sister. <laughs> that might be better than... Maybe better than living next, next door, but one, door but one to a minor Xena <laughs> Warrior Princess guest star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was, um, Willow O'Neill was in an excellent film, one of these kind of low budget, um, sort of not quite horror film called Scarfies. Uh, so if you, get, if you get a chance to see a New Zealand film called Scarfies. Is Scarfies. that like Scarface but a New Zealand accent? Scarfies? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, no, it's it's about it's about some students at the University of Otago who are known as scarfies because they wear scarves. University students wearing scarves, right. um, and they move into or they squat in a a house and discover a, a marijuana farm in the basement. Right, and they decide to take it over, but then the guy who's running the farm finds out, and so there's a whole thing. It's a good film. It's a good okay, film. I've I've seen literally two films. The New Zealand film, the Kiwi films, unless we count oh, Lord of the Rings. I thought say, I know you've seen more than two films. Unless we count Lord of the Rings as New Zealand films. No, we don't. Which two? Is it, is it the piano? Uh, no, what we see in the shadows. Uh, or what we do in the shadows, is it? And um, the heavenly creatures, if we count oh, that yeah, as a New Zealand film. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. That's the, the entirety of the New Zealand film industry, in my experience. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, where, where were we? Where were we? Oh, so uh, Lilla's giving this burn about at least I can re- at least I can rely on a meat skewer, which is okay, whatever. Um, and then Damon's guys turn up. Scouts, yeah. The yeah, the the the, the um, scouts recon party turn up. Yeah, scouts. scouts. I mean, say. Jesus, I've said it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, using the word they so used in the episode. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she go, goes go around... Maliga, but yeah. unsurprisingly, Maliga is is off his face again. Yeah, um, he's so got he's got blind drunk very quickly, like so drunk that he can't even walk. Very quickly, but, <laughs> but luckily, Ga- Gabrielle is a quick thinker, and and what we have is Gabrielle supporting Maliga, holding him up, and. We later discover that he's got ropes tied to his arms, yeah. and that and that Lilla is basically using him as a puppet. Yes, it's another sound of music reference, I assume. I it is. Like so. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we discover is is there's a price on Maliga's head, uh, so. Damon is trying to wants Maliga because a warlord called Cassius, who we're actually not going to see again. No, no, never heard of this guy. Pointless bit of backstory. Uh, there's a fifty thousand dinar reward offered Damn. for Maliga's head. That is a lot of money. 
Yeah. That is a lot of money. The, the village should turn him in because he's fucking useless and hire better warriors. They could hire a whole army for that. They could. They Or they could just they could just have Xena. They could just say, look, Gabrielle, can you go and get Xena? Can you go and get Xena? Xena's quite far yeah. away now, though. 22 leagues. I don't know if he's got <laughs> That's time. true. I don't know if they've got time for this. That's true. Uh, That's but true. this is this is a furtherance of the the same that little numbers thing. I heard he killed four hundred men yes. at the battle of, and then it goes to five hundred, and then uh, Damon finishes with. I heard it was six twenty five, you know. So it's all just going <laughs> up and up and up every time. It's it's, a, it's quite a nice little running gag, isn't it? Every like time it. we hear it, it goes uh, it goes up by a factor of at least hundred. Yeah, yeah, not a factor great. by a number of hundred. Yeah, okay. I mean, I I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna say you were wrong. Even though I knew that you were, well, I I knew you'd have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> so this this whole puppetry thing somehow convinces the scouts that Maliga is still a force to be reckoned with. Yes, somehow, and that's why Damon's now more even more interested in Protea than he was before. Because not only has he got his his stated business model of going into Protea and stealing all their food. Um, basically the warlords in this show they are the ants they're, they're the crickets from the movie Ants have you ever seen it they they would no. go to the anthill or was it Bugs Life was it Bugs anyway. Life? anyway anyway they would go to the fucking anthill take all their food and fuck off again but then the moment that anyone stood up to them they realised there were actually a lot more ants uh-huh. so this actually I think this is the movie A Bugs Life I think that's the plot of this episode Okay. <laughs> <You> <laughs> because they went because actually actually in a bug's life they went off to find warrior bugs to come mm-hmm. back and fight the at the crickets or whatever the grasshoppers and the warrior bugs were were shit and they had to do trickery <laughs> to So this is the this is a bug's life. This is a bug's life. They actually had to learn to stand up for themselves because they couldn't rely on the fake warrior bugs that were actually circus performers. Well, there's, okay, there's an element of that. but This I, is a bug's life! Fine. Which came first? Fine. <laughs> I'm going to look up which came that. first. While you research that, I'll, I'll tell the good people about um, the, the little heart-to-heart that Gabrielle and uh, Maliga have. Um, Maliga clearly has a ancient greek version of of ptsd so he's he's seen things he's done things um and clearly he's got burnout as well as gabrielle so this is ptsd it's not ptsd well isn't it he's not dealing with his trauma sorry i thought you said it's not ptsd i said he's got ptsd oh because i'd already said that Oh, I wasn't listening because I was too excited about the fact that A Bug's Life came out two years after this episode. So I now think that Pixar A Bug's Life is the actually the prodigal. <laughs> yeah, I think Pixar have stolen the plot of the Xena episode, The Prodigal, for their hit movie, A Bug's Life, and I think that they should be sued. This is a parody podcast. <laughs> Disregard the former statement. Renaissance Pictures, anyone, if you're listening, if anyone from Renaissance Pictures, sue them. Pixar, sue the bastards. If anyone, from, if anyone from Pixar is listening, I can't do anything about it. <laughs> if anyone it, from I Disney's just... listening, please don't do me for defamation. Um, <laughs> you'll never take me alive, copper. 
Anyway, so we have we have this this parallel pointed out to us that um, I just say something about the, the the episode title actually that the prodigal. So we're we're probably meant to be thinking Gabrielle is the the prodigal daughter returning to Potadia, but there's Isn't also she? this sense of well, she is, but it's it refers to Maliga as well. He's this, got a double meaning. We have clever, isn't it? <gasps> Legasp. Legas Kim Legaspy. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so Gabrielle gives Maliga a fairly harsh pep talk, you know. Yeah. Buck up, buck up, son. Um, and and Lilla reinforces it with a bucket of cold water to, to yeah. shake him out of his funk. Yeah, and um, he's like, "What you need is that's quite funny that bit." He's like, "What you need are those special Spartan javelins that go through five people at a time." And she gets yeah. like, "Well, we can't afford that, and you, and they chose you, so buck up your ideas, son. No more yeah. wine till it's all over." What will I drink? And then Lilla nicely reappears at exactly the right moment to chuck a bucket of water over his face. There's your answer, there you pal. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so this next scene is quite good as well because they're wandering through the forest. Yeah. The three of them, Gabrielle and Maliger, both speaking a foreign language to Lilla. It's that they're yeah. speaking Ta- warrior jargon. Tactical ease. Yeah, they're speaking warrior jargon and Lilla's not got a clue what they're talking about. And the two of them, they're like, right, you go left, I'll go right. They're looking for a special kind of tree. A coverage tree. Yeah, to whatever the fuck that is. To Well, I, it's not, you know, it's not the riddle of the Sphinx. It's a tree that provides coverage, for God's sake, Lilla. <laughs> I know you've never left your village, but, you know. How come man words. can solve the riddle of the Sphinx, but they can't make a decent roadmap? Um, yes. That's from earlier on. <laughs> Uh, I, like, I quite like that. I, I always like the bits in Xena where they use some ancient worldy sounding um, yeah. tr- um, transference for some phrase that we already know. So like the previous in Warrior Princess, uh, he looks like a used chariot salesman. Yeah. Love that. And then this one, which is obviously a, they can put a man on the moon, but they can't. Blo- yeah. You know, so I love that shit. I, I oh love that God, shit. You're right. <laughs> But what I really love about this scene is the way that they're going last. Tactics, tactics, tactics. And then the moment they're off screen, all the baddies take off the palm leaves that were covering them because they were all hiding in front of a tree covered in leaves. Yes. <laughs> and what they weren't noticed at all. Tree? And they weren't noticed at all. It's so good. And they all go after Maliger because he's the one they want. He's the one with the, the 50,000 dinar price on his head. Yeah. And that, that leaves us to have Gabrielle and Lilla having another little... I don't even know what any of this stuff means. No, and Zena would know. Yeah, that's so right. Zena bit... would know because Zena's not a fucking moron. <laughs> Zena can understand words. Yeah. Um, but she Lilla is actually made a bit happy once she's given an important job to do, which is basically the, the usual Gabrielle role, which is to stay here, tell people what's going on. But she's mm-hmm. she's given a job. She's made to feel important while Gabrielle goes and does actual stuff. Goes and does actual stuff because she hears Maliga screaming, right? Yeah. Um, and typically for Gabrielle, the actual stuff she gets done is getting captured. Yes, because like Maliga <laughs> gets dragged off in front of Damon, and he's like, uh, you know, it's a nice little touch for this for this week for this this week's um, mm. warlords of the week is that all of his men have little um, spider tattoos on their faces. Yes. That's a nice little touch. They've not done that before, I don't think. They've done, I think for Draco's um, army, they had a particular scarf, coloured of scarf that they had to wear. Um, yeah, they had a, 
that's Draco's colours. Blue, yeah, they that's all Draco's colours. They all had a little blue scarf on. Yeah, but I like they have that, centaur I, arrows. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I, I really like this little spider thing. I think that's a cute little detail. Are you going to get one? No, 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 probably not. Probably not. Not going to get a, spy, a facial tattoo of a spider? No, no. I, I mean, I, I don't think I would get a tattoo because um, what if I were to ever someday one somehow lose weight? It would distort, wouldn't it? <laughs> turn into a money spider <laughs> totally <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about getting a tattoo when I was younger but I'm so glad I pussied out of it because the tattoo that I was going to get uh, I would be very ashamed of today because uh, I've got a lot more knowledge of why you shouldn't appropriate indigenous people's cultures for um, your tattoo designs because I would have like got dream catcher or something no it was gonna be um i've got this really nice um tapestry of um some aboriginal art of a platypus and i really liked it because i really like platypuses and uh, i had an idea that i was going to get that tattooed on me in australia and i'm really glad that i pussied out of doing it because it sounded too sore (laughs) um because these days (laughs) now that i i I mean i was just i was just a kid then a teenager I had no idea what cultural appropriation even was, but now I do, and I'm really glad I don't have any on yeah. my body. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, but yeah, he gets captured, and and Damon's trying to convince him to join his army because he thinks that just the name Maligar and the mystique mm-hmm. around it, because everybody thinks he's killed 100, 200, 317, six hundred, three hundred, seventeen, four hundred, five hundred, six two five, um, people. <laughs> Um, and he reckons that that would make people give up without even fighting, which is probably worth more to him than the 50,000 dinars. But if he doesn't want yeah. to join them, then he'll gladly give him give, give him up for the 50,000 dinars or 20,000 yeah. for his corpse. Um, so yeah, uh, but Gabrielle, who's come to rescue him, uh, and by doing... Oh yeah, so M- Maliga, Maliga says, take take these chains off and I'll give you my answer. So, I think so his answer saying, is fuck off, to be honest. Over my dead body worth... The current market value of twenty thousand dinars. Yeah, that's quite a lot to be honest. I yeah. would say he's probably worth more dead than alive. You know, mm. my dad used to use that line a lot. I'm worth more dead than alive, meaning that he had quite a lot of life insurance. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, okay, dad. Im- importantly, importantly, Mister <laughs> um, <laughs> Wonko is still with us. Yes, this yes, yes, yes. The start of a. a it's not. It's not the start of a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is still with us, definitely. So, I mean, last so I Maliga's turned Maliga's turned down this offer of of representing Team Damon, yeah. um, but then Gabrielle turns up with a knife to her throat and um, stupid guy, honestly. And, and, and <laughs> here we go again. And Maliga says, "No, hang on. I'll I tell you what. I'll turn if I can if I can have this one as a sweetener." Oh, so so there's there's this kind of have her bathed and brought to my tent vibe. That was horrible. He actually does say that about someone in earlier in the earlier in the episode. Yeah, he does. It's horrible. Um, he does, but he's sort of going through the motions. I think. Isn't well, it? yeah. He's... Obviously, he's not actually going to do anything to her. But it another no, thing even, that even clearly... earlier in the episode, he's saying warlord things to. Make he's it saying warriory things. Yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah, this bit obviously went phew, miles over my head as well. Yeah. As a kid. But at, so at this point, he's. He's ingratiated himself with Damon. He's saving Gabrielle, and they're now free to free to plot 
um, in their private tent where Gabrielle um, does her very best when Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> Impression. Oh, no wonder they call you the mighty. Oh. it's horrible it's vile it's vile absolutely vile yeah and if you think about it for even a moment it's extremely problematic Mm. let's not think about it then (laughs) i'm i'm in i'm in with the not thinking yeah but the point is that it gets the two guards interested enough to turn their heads towards uh, the tent flap where maligar smashes their two heads together and that's how they get out of it yeah, and then I think this is absolutely hilarious. Uh, then they go and release four horses, uh, and they're like, and that'll slow them down. Which means that the entire the army... entire army cannot travel by horse. Like, how big is this army? They've managed to release four horses. They should have At taken two of the horses and horsed home with them. It would have been faster. Yeah. Gabrielle can't ride a horse at this point, obviously. Well, no, that's true. Yeah. Uh, any, one one way or another, they get back to Potadia, um, and the plan basically is they booby trap the whole village stroke. The town plan stroke, is they city, home alone whatever it. it is. They home alone it, man. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they do. And so it's they, a montage they... as well. It's great. Yeah, I say it would. It's um, the time honored construction method of the yeah. montage, and it's 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 a fun one actually. You can see them setting up all these traps. Yeah. Um, and they, they've roped Fun in all the villages time. to help, so it's a team effort. Maliga's mm-hmm. M- reluctant to accept praise for, for coming back and for sorting it all out. And Gabrielle because it was Gabrielle the, the, who did it all. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. She says, come on, the, the town needs a warrior. Yeah. And Maliga turns to her and says, the town has a warrior. Yeah. So this is the... You means you, Gab. turning point. Yeah, yeah, you. Um, so it's we're sort of maybe starting to see a bit of a turning point in Gabrielle's confidence and yeah, her, yeah. how she holds herself really. Yeah, but we see um, a, an ominous shot of Maliga looking worried as well. I didn't particularly notice that. Yeah, it, the, the montage ends with an ominous shot of Maliga looking a bit worried. Ah, okay. Yeah, and the next thing we cool. know, it's the next day. The they're attacking and he's it's, gone. It's the well, it's the next day. Gabrielle's patrolling the, the battlements and she comes across Lilla who's asleep on watch. Asleep but... at the watch, useless bitch, honestly. <laughs> I know, people, people genuinely get executed for that kind of bullshit. But Gabrielle's not mad at her and she says, look, you, you've grown up, you did really well yesterday, you, you know, you've done a good job. You've done and really, equally... really well. You've done... <laughs> done really, really well. Well done you. Yeah. Well done you. <laughs> That's what Gabrielle says. Oh, well done you. It's... Oh, I've just the accent I've just done is Peter Kay's. It's Peter Kay's um, weight loss skit. Oh god! It's like he's down at slim, down at slim fat, down at um, super slimmers or whatever. She's like, "What's this, Kimberly? You've not lost any weight." It's like an accent. She's like, "Oh, I don't know what I was doing. Really, really well, and it got to Wednesday, and I had a fry up." Applause for trying. And Peter Kay's like, what's she tried? <laughs> Cooking oil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so Lilith's fuck as useless as that girl. 
Yeah, well, well done. You, you did really well yesterday. You did really and, well and... to fall asleep at the fucking watch. Yeah, but Lilla is equally impressed with the new Gabrielle and she can see how she's grown and she's acquired skills and blah de blah And then there's a good little comedy moment. Gabrielle says, I can only imagine what Xena would say if she if she saw all this. And Lilla says, here they are. Oh, they're, they're coming. They're and Gabrielle here. says, no, yeah. no, no. But what would Xena say after she said that? <laughs> no, they're actually here. <laughs> Damon's guys are actually here. Yeah. And so, this is when they discover that Maligra's fucked off with the contents of the strong box, so he's taken all the money and run. Fuck. The, that bastard. Fuck. That explains that look. That explains that ominous close-up yes. that we had of him. Yes. Le gasp. So the ba- the bad guys come in, the alarm is rung, and we mentioned this last last week. We we have a, a friend who is um a keen campanologist. Yeah. Our good friend 42 Red Vines would have something to say about this method of ringing. Yeah, this a bell. is not how you ring a bell, man. Yeah, you don't take a big fuck off mallet to it. You don't whack it. That's not you pull how you ring. Everyone a knows bell. you pull the string. Yep. Good. Yeah. You these guys are idiots, man. What can I say? So Maliga's taken the money and run. Um and Gabrielle is kind of disappointed but not surprised. Yeah. And, but she rallies and says this is our chance to fight for ourselves. Yeah, all the um, guys, the the chief head, chief village guy, is all like, "Oh no, we can't possibly do it." They're all, they're all, they're all um, getting carts full of food to give away because, like, maybe he'll forgive us. Yeah, if I'll we just give go him surrender. Everything. I'll go surrender. Yeah, maybe he'll forgive us if we give him extra. Um, this is and, actually and says, exactly what a... happens in a bug's life. It's exactly oh, what happens in a bug's life. They cut the 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 circus bugs are exposed. As frauds, and everyone gives up and tries to immediately start desperately ca- gathering food for the grasshoppers. This is the plot of a bug's life. When you when you post this episode, I think you need to put a spoiler on it. Con- contains contains spoilers. Contains for spoilers life. for the nineteen ninety eight animated movie A Bug's Life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll put that in the metadata of the of of the yeah. file. You know, Xena yeah. Warrior Bug's Life, because that's what this is. <laughs> okay um so douchey village elder says you know without a warrior we're we're lost basically yeah and lilla steps up and says we have a warrior she's come round then you know she's come yeah, round to so gabrielle's we've, warrioring we've, we've had some it's <laughs> like that growth. have you seen avengers age of ultron no not yet you've never seen it really anyway not there's yet. a line in it okay there's a line in it where the wife of one of Someone, I won't say who because it's going to spoil it for you, um, says, you know, I really, you know, honey, I'll, I fully support your avenging. And it's just such a <laughs> stupid line, you know, but <laughs> Gabrielle, I fully support your warrioring. Yeah. That's what it basically is. <laughs> <It's that>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lilla gives a, a rousing speech, explains to the village uh, that Gabrielle is been there done that oh no that's that comes later that's, that's later that that's a, a season three episode um, but that she knows what she's doing she's got got the skills so she gives this rousing speech and there now follows a series of events i like to call slapstick and rhubarb which is a, a traditional yeah. recipe and it's, <laughs> it's, the mo- it's the montage scene repeated but this time we see the outcome of all those setups of yeah. the log above the door and the boiling oil and well so- it's not even boiling oil it's it's like boiling avocado they've taken a 
They've taken uh, a leaf out of the Troy manual of defence. <laughs> the emergency avocado supply. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's bright green, this shit that they throw down. And yeah. you know that this is all going to be very light-hearted at this point because they're doing the comedy fight music. Yeah, yeah. and we so we have we have food fights. We have where the yeah. oil's tipped over the side of the battlements. They also drop the pots, and the pots land on the yeah uh, thugs' on heads, heads, and they do it's the Skyrim. They manipulate bat. the pot onto their heads so that you they don't see you stealing yeah. everything in their house. We have <laughs> we have all the girl we have all the girls doing sexy dancing. Yeah, uh, to entice to entice the to entice the guys uh, the over into go, oh look these these people are trying to fight us but they're also they also want to sleep with us that that would totally happen yeah um, we're trying to fight them but they also they can't they just they're they can't keep their knickers on when we're around yeah but yeah. like I said in a previous episode you cannot you you just cannot overstate the overconfidence of a white man. Um, because they'd be like, mediocre, yeah, that makes sense. Mediocre white warrior. <laughs> mediocre white warrior. Yeah, they're like, mm, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, that makes sense that they would want to fuck us because we're so good, and so great. Let's so let's ignore this um suspicious mat of grasses they put yes, out in front. Oh yes. no, we're in a pit. We fell in a pit. A pit full of water, which hasn't drained away. So they've managed to get some plastic membrane down. <laughs> so that's you know. Um, I think. Yeah. I think my fave. My one of my favorite. Um, moments of this montage is, is Gabrielle with a frying pan so she whacks mm. someone out with a frying pan and then just kind of thumps it down on them with a class a little nice job done yeah that's good man so <laughs> they fought that so the villagers have fought off this initial invasion so basically all the all the thugs are kind of flailing around yeah um but but then, <laughs> and then they're like yeah we up. won <laughs> we won and gabby's like no they've gone to regroup and he's like what there's a second phase to this no no no, no. hang on we <laughs> which to be fair to be fair yeah. they managed to they only managed to get through this because they've managed to set a bunch of stuff up in advance that's all done now they've they've yeah <laughs> you've, you've played your ace you've now. played your ace you've played your ace in the hole you don't have anything else and then Damon appears, and they're all like, "Line up, you know." Uh, look, this is you're not you're fucked now, you know. You just made the man. They angry. are fucked. They are completely fucked. Until or are they? Until we get <whistles> the whistling noise of the special javelins that Maligar planted earlier, that was foreshadowed earlier. Yes. When Maligar said he had to get special javelins, and here he is check, throwing check some special javelin. Yeah, throwing some big fuck off javelins at people, and they are indeed skewering through five or six people at a time. Yeah, <laughs> they're oh, they're great these javelins, man! Big fuck off javelins. They're very jaggy, aren't they? They're jaggy. They're, they've got yeah, ah, jaggy, jaggy arrows. Jaggy, yeah. That's like <laughs> you know what they call you know what they, you know what they call um the Jesus's crown of thorns in Glasgow. So it's jaggy hat. A jaggy bonnet. So yeah, he 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 skewers a bunch of them with this uh, jaggy spear, jaggy yeah. javelin, <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes obvious that he didn't steal the money and run. He took the money to go and buy the special javelin. So he turns up basically. He turns up with a heavy artillery. Yeah, and uh, like a human and gatling like, gun. Yeah. Chucking a lot so of he's got a bunch of these spears and he takes out a load, he takes out a load. At one point he he flings a spear at a couple of guys and misses and it thunks into a, 
a big post behind them and they go, yeah. ha we've got you now. But actually the, the post falls directly on them. Of course. Like it was planned so, all along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like they, he, I mean, he, they, they, they used the revolutionary method of ducking, you know? Yes. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't duck when something's attacking you from above. Okay? <laughs> If only Gabrielle had learned that revolutionary method earlier in the episode. Yeah, or yeah. In, the, in the previous episode. Um. <laughs> so yeah, um, but then he's so, out of javelins, but, but, he, but he, he still sees got off, to he fight. He sees off all the all the thugs. He he. Yeah, but he still got to fight the boss. So he's done it in the right yeah. order this week, unlike last week. They've learned. They've killed the thugs, yeah. and now it's time for the boss fight. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing pretty well until Damon pulls the totally unpredictable move of flinging sand in his eyes. Oh yeah, he's a bad man, this Damon. He doesn't fight fair. Yeah, that, that's he's a, a bad man. Yeah, um, and Damon has Maliga kind of at sword point on the, on the ground, man. and Gabrielle calls to him in echo of something Zena said, which is, "Act, don't react." Yeah. So it, it gives him. It gives him <laughs> Pauses for a moment to think about. Does that about, make sense to you do. as a as advice? Uh, not not in this instance, really. I think, I think in means... a fight, I think in a fight, react is. I think quite reacting a good... is good. Um, like yeah. I guess it means that you have to do your own plan and not worry about other people. Yeah. Um, but anyway, my, he, my my he... motto for the last couple of months, or for the last six months, really. In fact, really yeah. for the last year, with yeah. the, how everything at work changes every two minutes, and we get no notice and we have to completely yeah. completely change every single plan and risk assessment that we had with you know yeah yeah oh uh, yeah we're all going back to work next week we're going back to school next week oh are we yeah but you can only have eight people in a room at a time so work that out uh and that sort of thing so yeah. my plan for you're frowning because you don't see where i'm going with this no, um I don't. my my motto for this year is don't plan just react which i think is the opposite of uh, the opposite yeah. of Zena's motto. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and some somehow this act don't react gives gives Maliga um, an yeah. idea. He's cured now. Uh, he won't be an alcoholic anymore. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. Who needs uh, AA when he, you've got he, Gabrielle? Pithy. Advice? He wins. He wins this fight via the temporary suspension of gravity because a, a sword gets flung oh, up into the class. air. So, um, and I meant, <laughs> I meant to, t- I meant to go back and time it, see time how, how long it, it takes. Gone. Yeah, I, I forgot to do it. I didn't, I didn't get around to going back to do it. Um, <laughs> but he, Maliga, then manages to manoeuvre Damon into a position where the sword will skewer him through the chest. And um, it's bad CGI again, isn't with it? poor CGI. <laughs> death, death by temporary suspension of gravity and poor CGI. I mean, can I suggest a better way they could have done this is to have a close up on his face instead and just the implication of it skewering him. Yes. You know, that would have been better. You know, yeah. there you go. Yeah. So, good news. The thugs are defeated. Damon is dead. Uh, Maliga's a hero. Everything's everything's fine and Gabrielle dead. Gabrielle so has recovered her confidence also. It's time for the after party! Yay! So we have a, a big battle after party. Um, everyone's Everyone's free cheerful um village elder in bad hat is saying well of course i knew we'd win all along because <laughs> uh, he's a douche yeah 
Uh, and Lilla goes off to find Gabrielle moping at the side of the room. Missing her girlfriend. Missing her girlfriend. And she tells Gabrielle, she says, look, I, I understand. You, your heart's on the road now. You, you need to go back on the road. And Gabrielle, yeah. Gabrielle says something like, I guess I'm not the only oracle in the family. Since when Gabrielle's has Gabrielle never, been an oracle? Never been an oracle. Never been an oracle. They just picked a yeah. random word that they think sounds a bit like storyteller, and that's not what an oracle is. <laughs> no. So I'm just trying to think. It's re- it's reminding me of a line that comes up in a a later episode. I think in a later series of Gabrielle suddenly appearing to have some sort of um, pack oracle type. Oh power. yeah, yeah. It's when she's delirious and she's it's in, flashing it's in back one against to an army. Yeah, that is. She's flashing yeah. back to, um, her trying to convince Zena to let her go with her, and she pulls a line about her having the gift of prophecy, which she never actually said. No. So. No. So yeah. it reminds me of that. There are these little yeah. moments, and maybe it's just where there are different writers who haven't quite Probably. remembered yeah. the the backstory. Um. It's not anyway, as bad so as Hobby Gabriel... City for that. <laughs> no. You know which African country is is this character in this week? Let's just stick a pin in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> stick a pin in the continent. It'll be there somewhere. We're jumping fandoms. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick jump back. Jump yeah. back. Go on, jump so Gabri- that one. Gabrielle, Gabrielle goes back on the road, having had a, a touching um, passing scene with, with Lilla. They're, they're good chums again now. Yeah, and Lilla's like, don't forget to visit me and Gabrielle's. Of course I will. Reader, she did not. I don't think we ever see... We do see Lilla again, but I don't think it's in... We see Lilla it. again in... A dream, well, not a dream, but like a fantasy in the um, uh, music. I can't episode. remember. I feel like we, I feel like we might see her a few more times. We see her again uh, in like season six, but okay, different than how she is now for spoilery okay. reasons, which we'll explain <laughs> if we ever get there. And I don't think okay. she ever goes and visits her again. I'm pretty sure. Now, I, where I, are her say, parents? I don't think we ever will get to series six. <laughs> yeah. Where are her parents? Because they're not dead. I think we see them again later. Um, because yeah, yeah, we have. we go back to Potosia at the start of season four. Okay, and her parents are there then. So where were they now? Because her parents get named. They get at the start of season four. Their her parents get named. Um, oh, they don't have they do, a name up to this point. Their names are Herodotus and Hecuba. Yeah. Um, and they're not right. named ever until then. So why yeah, are they not okay. there now? I don't know. Doesn't matter. I think let's not. I don't think it matters, even a tiny bit. I mean, like, I care about the internal consistency of this fictional world. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, that's your lookout, I'm afraid. We were talking earlier about things going full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we're going back full circle now. Gabrielle goes back on the road to find Xena. Sometimes, listeners, this is what you have to do. You just have to launch into the next phase. You just have to derail. <laughs> Pretend nothing's happened. When I was editing so, one of the previous episodes, I said something like, I'm going to take over the, the recap now because I can't interrupt myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's We've gone true. full circle. Gabrielle comes to the same little um, canyon, the same little mountain pass. Runs into the same thugs with the same, the same cart. No, same it's not class. the same cart because they've added well, a cow catcher. Yes, they've added a cow catcher so she can't do her lie she down can't. on the ground and let it roll over you technique. 
Yeah. So new improved. Pimp pimp my uh, pimp my cart, pimp my log log cart. So we have the same yeah. situation. Gabrielle fights off what she, uh, fights them off as much as she can with her staff. And when they release the cart... This is a lovely she... retouch. The guy that releases the cart, he's got a bandage on where he's got a bump on the head. <laughs> yeah, where she <laughs> loved the rock at him. Yeah. <laughs> that is a nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she uses her staff to vault over the moving cart. So she does a little pole vault. Yay! Now she the thugs acts. are still she there. Doesn't she doesn't react. Still... Yeah, she acts. She doesn't react. The thugs are still there to fight her and she's, she's ready to see them off with her staff. But suddenly... Pew, pew, pew! We see a flash of metal sparking off wood, as metal famously does spark against wood. It's their um, swords. Oh, is it? it slices I it their is. swords in half, because that's what the chakram does. It doesn't do it any other... The chakram does whatever she wants. True. So, there we go. It's the chakram, and Xena is up on the promontory, up on the, the, the cliff above. Um, she sees off the, the thugs. And have you ever and... seen anything more beautiful in all your life? Zena standing the, there the catching Zena's her chakram. On. I'm here yeah. to save you. Like, who wouldn't fall in love? Who wouldn't? Certainly not Gabrielle. Yeah. And all the guys fuck off, and Zena is so happy, and she front she does a a big front flip for no reason because yeah. she's not jumping into the fray or anything. She's just doing it to impress Gabrielle, and that she's is jumping for joy. <laughs> she does a forward flip. Lands in front of Gabrielle and like stands up and sort of like and like the body language is just sort of like, were you impressed? Did I impress you? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's sort it's almost coy. It's almost like coy. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah, it is it's really cute. adorable. Yeah. Says, did did you find the answers you were looking for? So yeah, we're clearly we're all yes. Good. So she wouldn't we're be back, would she? And 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 Zena reveals that she was actually on her way to Potadir to see how things were going. So she was yeah. coming. She Couldn't was coming stay away. to get her girl. And, yeah. um, and, what, and what I really like they they just fall back it straight away into easy banter yeah. and they hit the road again there's there's not a big here's what I discovered and it was hard and I did this it was just oh, well, so we don't need that we've then. seen it so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's sweet so um, Gabrielle's over her over her little wobble Lucy's had a week off yep um, we've we've met another cool character who I think we're going to see again I think we yes, get another we see him once more, I think. Maliga yeah so yeah I think the, the last the last couple of weeks we've you know we've had we've met Autolycus we've met Maliga the Mighty we've we've had some some good bit part actors some good character actors mm-hmm. um, yeah good 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 yeah this episode like the whole clearly the purpose of this episode was a look at how Gabrielle has look at how much Gabrielle has changed episode yeah um, and, and it, it, it did it it's that. very good it for that, that. It yeah. achieves that purpose extremely well. Yeah. Even though the initial setup was a bit lame, doesn't matter. Fuck it. Suspend your disbelief. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. You know. So yeah, and 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 we've got yet more really good episodes to come. I'm really looking forward to all the ones that are coming up. Apart from probably the second last one of the season, um, okay. which is the probably the you know the only one that I would be a bit. Eh, was that one good? I don't think so. Other than that, I'm pretty sure they're all good. So well, listen, listen and learn. Listen, and, yeah, listen and learn. Find out. friends. I'm looking forward to all of them. We've got, we've got what I had thought before. Um, was my favorite episode of season one coming up, mm-hmm. but now that we've had a couple of thieves, which I rated ten out of ten, we'll have yeah. to see if it still is. <laughs> well, that that's partly why I gave this a nine. So I think I I know there's at least one coming up. 
certainly in the next series that I, I rate higher. So mm, I had, okay. had to leave myself somewhere to go. Well, I okay. think, see, the thing is, right, that you can mm. give something the same rating for different reasons. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So. Yeah. I, I so learned talk, this from grading papers. <laughs> so, uh, talking, talking of rating, what are you giving for the prodigal? Uh, I think I'd probably get about an, uh, yeah, I think I'd probably have an eight. Yeah, go for an eight. Um, I'm havering between an eight and a nine. Eight and a nine, eight and a nine. I don't think it's as good as Sins of the Past. Uh, no, so, and I don't. Eight. Well, it, it, it is as good as Royal Cup but a... in a different way. I'll go eight. I'll go eight. Okay. So you... that's the bar's eye view. The Prodigal. I don't think it was as good as Royal Couple of Thieves. Mm. When obviously not, I read the lore. <laughs> oh, but I think it's a, a very good episode still. Tell you the other nice thing um, when Gabrielle's jauntily going on her way to go and find Xena, we get we get a recap of the, the panpipe music, except she's whistling it this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good as well. And we never yeah. see these panpipes again, thank God. Thank God for that. So there we go. The Bard's Eye View of The Prodigal is 8 out of 10. Um, I have no idea what's coming next week. What's coming next week? <laughs> Altered States. Ah, that's right. That's next right. Next week we get to see the first... Um, Appearance in Xena of a very young Carl Urban. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, in one of his many uh-huh. roles in Xena, he's got he he has three roles in Xena, and this is the yep. first of them. <laughs> the okay. other ones are the other ones are recurring. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's quite good. Well, it's off. It's also actually awesome watching Xena because you see you know there's random guest stars, and sometimes those random guest stars have become extremely famous in the intervening time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is one and of them. This is one of so, them. Yeah. So we'll look for we'll look forward to that. So next week, um Altered States. Yeah. And we'll we'll catch up with you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!